The Masters Animal Health Segment, brought to you by NS Vets. Adding value through practical advice and service. No gimmicks, no potions, total vet care. Joining us this afternoon from NS Vets in Riversdale is Andrew Cocker. And g'day, Andrew. How's things? Good, good Andy. How are you? Let's be honest, this weather is one out of the box at the moment. Feed covers won't be looking too bad. Um, re-establishing in a lot of areas where they're needed, I suppose, especially with the warmer temperatures, which are going to continue for a bit longer. Yeah, this weekend is looking really good again, so it's good, actually. We, we've seen partial covers certainly recover after um, the dry, and we're still getting reasonable growth. Long may that continue. Um, but, yeah, winter is still coming, and, and I'm sure we'll get some cold weather before long. Has it been a saviour for a lot of people, especially in the drier areas like the South Ontario and out of what you've heard as to how the situation has corrected itself or there's still a wee bit to go for a lot of people? Yes, some people still have a wee way to go, but for most people, yes, it's been a, a significant saviour and, and we've actually had a reasonable flush of grass just at the right time in terms of um, sheep mating. So it's, it's certainly got some people out of trouble. Let's start off with worm burdens. Um, with the change of weather, because we had the hot, then we had all that rain, and um, it was something we just had to be wary of in the, on farm, isn't it? It is, and, and we certainly expect it following a drought. So a lot of those eggs that are put out in the sheep or the cattle feces, um, because of the dry, wouldn't, wouldn't have hatched, and they just they stay in the faecal pat and until rain arrives. And once that rain arrives, we can have a a huge surge of eggs hatching and a massive parasite challenge. And I, and I think we are going through that to some extent. I've certainly been talking to some people in the last 10 days who are having trouble with um, lambs that aren't doing and or uh, calves that aren't doing more so, probably dairy calves than beef calves. But beef calves um, need to be kept an eye on as well. But we are seeing, I think, the result of some of that parasite challenge. Some of these animals haven't been long drenched. Um, it's not like they're, they're overdue a drench. They might be just coming on due now, but they're already seeing signs that, you know, maybe parasites are a problem, um, you know, as early as 25 days after they're drenched. So something for people to, for people to keep an eye on. Um, and we are also seeing more resistance. So we had another drench check dropped into our clinic 10 days ago. Um, and despite having been drenched 10 days prior, there was a number of eggs and I'm talking hundreds of eggs still present. So that's a concern for everyone, and everyone should be checking if the drenches are working. Yeah, that was the next question I had for you, mate, regarding the resistance situation on farm. Uh, we've been talking about it quite a bit over the course of the warmer seasons, um, and it's just something seems to be still about, unfortunately, and people are finding out when they probably shouldn't, probably not in the best circumstance. Yep, um, and, and it's not going to go away. It's only going to get worse, and so... There's still a lot of people out there that are, are flying blind when it comes to drench. They don't know how their drenches are working. The people that are finding out their drenches aren't working that well had no idea. There's no indication at all. Um, they're just, you know, following best practice and having their drench checked, as we've been talking about, and finding that actually, heck, these drenches aren't working as I expected, and it, and it will be costing production. Um, and, and if we don't do something about it, it's only going to get worse. So... It's really worthwhile checking those trenches and then coming up with a plan of how you're going to manage parasites um, with your vet. I mean, the last 15, 20 years, we've been managing parasites almost solely through drench, and those days are coming to an end. Um, there's, you know, parasite management is a, going to have to be a, a holistic view um, beyond 
just drench. And and big part of that is going to be um, managing how we feed animals and, and utilising um, things like summer crops and things as well to avoid the need for trenches. And it's just not lambs, it's in calves as well. Yeah, we, we, we are all flying blind a little bit with calves because faecal egg count, which is sort of the, the main way that we can diagnose resistance or, or worm burdens, aren't as accurate in cattle. Um, young calves, there's, there's still some degree of accuracy, but certainly as they get a little bit older, um, our ability to use faecal egg counts accurately is diminished. So there's, there's definitely resistance in cattle, and we know that we know that the mectins, the mectin drenches, the single active injection from porons that we've we often use are particularly effective for cuperia and so that's why we always recommend using a combination with lavamazole in it for young cattle um, which most people are doing now to be fair the cheapest way of doing that um, is giving an oral which obviously is, is a bit more difficult um, you know there's some safety concerns there too if we've got beef big beef calves but otherwise you say using products like eclipse or boss um, or turbo i think as it's now called which are combination pull-on or combination injection Bull buying season is not far away. Yeah, so that's probably the next thing on the calendar for a lot of for the beef farmers anyway. So just a really good time to take stock of your own bull team. Have a think about um, what bulls you've got on your team, what age they are, what you're expecting of them. So if you've got five, six, seven-year-old bulls that you're, you're expecting to mate next season um, cows on the hill, then we're probably starting to expect a bit much of those guys, particularly some of those really big boys with and there's arthritis sets in, their ability to get around the hill is diminished. Um, it's not so bad, maybe, if you can keep them on the flat or have them as a backup for it, for mating on the flat. Um, but particularly older bulls on hill need to be considered for um, replacement, potentially. And then, obviously, if you've had any bull failures or you've got a couple of bulls that are going to be culled, it's time to have a look at um, some new bulls. And, and obviously, we've got all those sales coming up. So... Yeah, have it. I guess the first step there really is just taking stock of your own team, making sure that you've got enough. And if you don't, and you're looking for more bulls, then it's just about you know finding the breeder that best fits your operation and, and making sure that your goals um, align with the breeders. You do palpating of rams. Do you do it of bulls at all? Not not quite the same. So we certainly, as part of a breeding soundness check for bulls, if people are wanting that, we will. Um, there's a couple of things we can do there. We'll often Yes, palpate the testicles and we can do semen testing. Um, so that is useful, particularly for virgin bulls. So um, we're talking your yearling bulls or R2 bulls. Um, there can be value in semen testing them because they're unproven at this point. Mature bulls, it's much more likely that they're going to fail on things such as um, being lame or sore backs or hips, uh, inability to get the job done rather than the semen. Um, so usually those bulls are proven. They'll have progeny on the ground. We know they're capable. Um, yes, there can be things that go wrong that affect the semen quality, um, but in general, I think 95% of failure in older bulls is going to be an inability to um, get the job done rather than a mature semen quality. Absolutely, that time of year once again. Hey, Andrew, if somebody wants to get in touch with NS Vets, the best way? Yep, just give us a call at the clinic here. Um, we are fairly busy at the moment, we, but, if, but if there's no vet around, certainly leave a message and we'll do our best to get back there. Andrew Cochran, appreciate your time as always. Cheers, Andy. Have a good weekend. Andrew Cochran out of NS Vets there. Um, Friday afternoon here on the Muster Up next from number eight security, Mike Cook. But more Tom Petty, because we can. We're standing in the shadow in the good.